begin after eight taps. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He was slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany. And make a part in about time too about not playing the ND. It was free for all and I heard him say he bought my borderlands. But just sit back and let Spencer do his trick cause you're incapable A-A-M's. That was TJ Drennan there. My name's Spencer, aka Free Thrall, and this is Keep Off the Borderlands. I had some calls which have prompted further thought on the subject of labels. Now, I've made a few notes here, so if I don't sound like my usual rambling self, that's why. Uh, first up, I've got a message from Jason. Hey Spencer, Jason here, Nerds RPG for IDCast. Enjoyed your talking about racists, thank you, I agree with you. If it wasn't for the Death Spiral, it'd be almost the perfect late game. As far as the um, story game thing, yeah, I do talk about over mine. I kind of fell into the trap that you avoided. I, I did get permission from the person in question before I said what he said on my podcast. But that said, I kind of muddied the waters by not pre-scripting my response. Ultimately, labels are kind of useful in figuring out, you know, how detailed the rules are and how you might like them, how much narrative control rules give to the players. But we need to be careful not to become armed camps, and we need to just accept that, you know, there's no reason to exclude people from games regardless of which end of the spectrum you fall on. We're all good people. Everybody has in intrinsic value, and we need to respect that. Thanks for that, Jason. Um, personally, I don't feel you muddied any waters with your episode. It sounded fine to me. Certainly didn't hear anything I thought was uh, untoward. And listening to that episode of uh, Nerds RPG Variety Cast, I was reminded that I'd said something I wanted to say a little more about regarding story games. I feel that giving over narrative control to players isn't a particularly good identifier because it doesn't strike me as being unique to story games and it seems to me more of a device employed to help make improvisational play a bit less taxing on the GM you know, by sharing the responsibility of creating ideas amongst the other players. Um, yeah, in that message, I referred to games designed to tell a specific kind of story. And what I meant by that is uh, games like Siren, Lady Blackbird, The Quiet Year, or Witch, The Road to Linda's Farm. These are games tailored to creating a very particular kind of experience and um, if you want to find out more about games like that I can point you in the direction of uh, the Farrier's Bellows which is a really great story game podcast 
well worth checking out. The truth is that it's a spectrum with anything at either end being much easier to define. But trying to pick a particular point of delineation is pretty arbitrary. Any attempt to clearly separate a story game from something that isn't a story game is always going to be a bit fractious. And that's going to be present in all cases. All attempts at delineation to kind of crystallise a definition. And I realise I'm kind of wandering and reached a sort of a conclusion that I'm not too sure about. But um, if the academics amongst us are listening, um, I'm aware I've probably got uh, some splaining to do. I've got some other messages that I wanted to share. Here's a couple from Liren of updates from the middle of nowhere. Hi Spencer, it's Liren. I was just listening to your episode and you said that you don't like alignments and I could not agree with you more. I think that when I play games that have that, uh, I, I say that I think I've only ever played one, but whenever I you know hear about games like that, I think, man, that is not how people work. I know that's how people kind of wish it worked because then they could just decide they're good and they would never have to worry about doing anything bad. But the fact of the matter is we're all capable of all kinds of things. It's just about what decision we make in any given moment. I listened to a podcast called Invisibilia a couple years ago where they talked about how personalities don't actually work like people talk about them. We're actually just a series of decisions. It was kind of scary and exciting at the same time. Anyway... Great episode. Hey, Spencer, it's Liren. You know, it's funny, this whole discussion about story games and OSR and rules light or light rules or any of that. Um, as somebody who's really, I still consider myself a newbie. I mean, I know a lot more about it now because of listening to you guys. But um, I guess, you know, I always thought old school rules, OSR was old school rules, and it meant that there were rules similar to like were initially in D&D. I never thought it was that complicated. I know that uh, indie games often get insulted because indie games were originally, I think, just like the music, the ones that were not sold by the big companies. But yeah, things get really complicated when they get popular, don't they? <laughs> I know there's also a stereotype about the people who play indie games and it's all very confusing. As someone who's just sitting on the outside looking in, because I still don't, you know, I still have never played a dungeon crawl or something where every decision is made by a dice, or I haven't played that many games, really. I mean, I don't think I've played maybe 10 different games, and that's including the ones we've played in our family. I just find it sad when all this starts and all the, oh, those people, you know, us versus theming is really ugly. And it is always sad and surprising to me how quickly it starts happening. When something new comes along or a new style of something comes along and the people who like the old style better start getting, you know, um, defensive and things get ugly instead of just going, oh, hey, there's a new way to do that. Cool. I'm going to do the way I like and you do the way you like, you know? So anyway, thanks for the topic.
Hey, Liren. Uh, thanks for your messages. And I know they weren't referring to the same episode, but I felt there was kind of a through line there, uh, that sort of black and white thinking that you referred to, the polemicism, the us and them. And it all comes down to something I've spoken about before, which is the lack of nuance. And I, I, I wanted to be clear in discussing the kind of tribalism within the hobby uh, I wasn't placing myself in any particular camp. Uh, like you, I consider myself to be something of an outsider. In fact, I think you have probably had more gaming experience than I have. And my observations are just that, you know, looking at the hobby from the outside. Uh, coming back to the hobby, I've noticed as much division as there is a sense of community oh, well maybe that's putting it too strongly I've noticed division and attempts to separate communities uh, I took an instant liking to the OSR community and felt oddly protective of it and I've often found myself wondering why that is if, if I'm honest, I find all the conflicting subsystems of old D&D somewhat perplexing and much prefer simpler, more streamlined, intuitive rule sets. But it's this topic that's reminded me why I had such an affection for that community uh, when I came across it. And it's because it seems that all the accusations that I saw being levelled at it were either unfounded or clearly also present in the communities that were seemingly making the accusations. And that hypocrisy seemed to be rife and I found myself wanting to call it out at every opportunity. You know, communities defining their inclusivity by boldly stating what they will not tolerate. And I just kind of found that stuff a little bit laughable. I guess uh, my point here is that um, for some folk, denouncing what they aren't interested in is as important and maybe even a necessary part of them embracing what they are interested in. So, thanks for that, Liren. Next up, I got a message from Evil Jeff of the Minions and Musics podcast. Spencer, it's Evil Jeff. So, just uh, listening to your latest podcast, uh, really appreciate it. Uh, got me thinking about things. And yes, uh, labels do serve a point until they don't. I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm going to have to listen to that episode again and really mull on it. I might have to to hit you up on the uh, Discord server and and pick your brain a little bit more about some things. Very interesting about the music as you talked about it. I had totally forgotten about how dubstep changed immensely from where it started to the obnoxiousness that it became here for a period of time across the pond. Um, what else was it? Oh, I, I remember something else. 
though I do want to change one label that you used. Um, I will be nitpicky about this because there needs to be, in some ways, uh, when we're using our words, um, we got to have the right, we need to use the right terms here and there. And I will argue that uh, Rollgate is not play by post. It's actually play by chat. Uh, post, I'm going to have a full editor, um, more like an email and a forum in there. That Rollgate feels a lot like the Discord server in ways where it's like a continual chat that's going on. So, yeah, I'm going to be picking and label that play by chat, not play by post. Keep up the good work. My friend, keep uh, doing things behind the scenes, as you know what I mean. Later. Hi, Evil Jeff. Um, yes, I understand uh, you making that distinction there uh, between play-by-post and play-by-chat, which is obviously important at the level that you're you know, clearly involved in. Um, as someone who's just scratching the surface of it, I don't feel... I fully understood the difference. Effectively, I'm engaging with Rollgate in exactly the same way that I would with what you would call a play-by-post. You know, I'm typing what I want my character to do and then sending it. Um, I mean, the significance of whether that's being displayed as a forum post or as part of something that looks more like it's occurring in a chat window is sort of a little bit lost on me at the level I'm at and uh, not being familiar with the advantages of one format over the other. I mean, back in the day, play by post literally meant playing games through snail mail, you know, sending letters back and forth through the post. And I was surprised to actually find that term still being used in reference to playing uh, within a forum on discord you use the term precision of language and like I said I understand there is a distinction to be made there because even Rollgate calls itself uh, play by chat but this takes me back to what I was saying about the term rules light the point was more about utility than precision I was aware of play-by-post and it sounded like something that would work for me in my current situation. And in looking for play-by-post, I found Rollgate and it did exactly what I was looking for. So whether it is truly play-by-post or not was kind of irrelevant to me and may have even prevented me from finding it. Um... But I want to thank you, Jeff, for bringing that distinction to my attention because it will be helpful as I get more involved in that side of the hobby and being understood when discussing it with others is obviously going to be important. So there you go. We've witnessed evolution in action right there. <laughs> Albeit within the mind of one man. <laughs> So, 
We are at the end of the B&B season. And now I have the opportunity to really get my game on. I'll probably have to do a bit of swatting before I dive into anything. But very much looking forward to a game of Barbarians of Lemuria that's being run by Jason next weekend. Very exciting times. And to celebrate that, I've turned Osseus into a trifold. Once again, thanks for all your call-ins. If you want to share your thoughts, uh, you can leave me a message using the Anchor link in the show description. Uh, You'll also find links to the Osseus Trifold, TJ Drennan's Patreon, who provides all the great music that you've heard, and also my email address, if you'd rather contact me that way, spencer.freeforall at gmail.com. And remember, when things get dicey, just roll with it.